Pale, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today we're with Lori once again from Path of the Pale Rider. How you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I love coming back on the shows and like seeing all creators again, <laughs> hanging out. It's a good fun time. Well, today's a, a super special day because you're actually launching your second book today. How's that? Yes, I'm. I'm like excited and nervous, and I'm trying to do things to kind of fill the time before I um I go live later tonight, but. Uh, yeah, it's an exciting day. Everybody's been counting down and I've been getting lots of uh, social media interaction yeah. already. And it's just like, oh, I got like how many hours? Seven hours to go <laughs> before I push the button. Just counting, you know, counting down. <laughs> before we get <laughs> right. too far, can you tell us what Path of the Pale Rider is like? Yeah, so Path of the Pale Rider is an indie comic. We are a Western apocalypse. We have undead bears. We have conspiracy theories. We have gratuitous violence, sarcastic comments, and so much more. Um, it's the world is basically the apocalypse um, has happened because the death process is broken. So people, animals, insects, nothing can die correctly. And what I mean by that is like your body, your body can die, but your soul or your energy or whatever you want to call it, it doesn't leave your body at that time. So you're stuck in your body as you decay and you, you slowly descend into to madness and, and chaos because your brain is decomposing in your skull. Fun times. Yeah. So um, issue number one, we started 10 years into that apocalypse and we got to follow our cowboy Jude St. Clair. Um, things have devolved back to the Wild West and um, he's looking for the answer. He wants to know what caused the dead to no longer die. So um, it's a pretty wild ride, that first issue. Lots of, um, <laughs> uh, there's lots of pop culture references if you right. look, right? Yeah. And then, of course, Jude, it's about, it's about making decisions. And he has to make a lot of decisions in the wild. And one of them has dire consequences. So when he gets to the end of the book, he, he has to basically own up to what he did and what happened because of it but we get to see how dangerous this world is and any little decision that you make could, could cause calamity. So that's- well, and I noticed too. So right now we're talking about book two, but you would have got like eight books in or something like planned out, right? Oh, I'm like, okay. So the first arc. So when I wrote this, I come from production. I come from screenplay writing. Okay. Right. Um, so when I wrote this, I wrote it as a full length movie. So the whole first arc That's or the so first cool. movie, the first season, whatever, if we're going to break mm -hmm. it down, like into a Netflix series, right? The, the first season is 13 episodes, which mm -hmm. are complete. Yeah. I am nine episodes into the second season. And let me, <laughs> let me tell you, I love the first season and, at. Uh, episode number eight is by far my favorite because it's like, we blow everything up and it's just crazy. Um, once we get to season two, everything is that much more crazy. It's like, yeah, I just, cool. I, it just comes off the rails. So it's like, you're in for a wild ride with one, but like, you're learning about the world. You're looking for the answer. Jude does find the answer in the first season. So I will answer the question. I think it's around episode 11, 11. I want to say mm -hmm. he figures it out. And then you get all the consequences from that. And then we're into season two and I just blow shit up again. <laughs> yeah. That, that oh. is paced exactly like you'd expect out of a series like that. That's perfect. Uh -huh. I like that idea. Yep. Because um, eight, we're just about half. We're just over half. Yeah. So it's like kind of like the mid-series, you know, explosion. Yeah. Like yeah. for Christmas break and then we'll see you guys back in January kind of thing. It's perfect. Right. <laughs> right. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then the mid-season finale would be the end of seven. And then we yeah. pick up at eight and we blow sh- up. Sorry. And yeah, then perfect. it goes all the way. Like once we get to eight, you guys are going to be mad waiting for episodes to come out because it's like, it goes just boom, 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 boom. And we, you know, I answer all the questions and all the things, you know, get resolved and lots of good twists. And, and then, I, you know, then we're into the next season. So um, it's a wild ride. It's fun. But that's what's nice is is a lot of times when you're talking to comic book writers like that, they're like they're living by the book, you know, so it's like, all right, I finished yeah. this book. Now I'm working on the next book. But you already like, hey, yeah, I'm just waiting for you guys to, to catch up to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm way ahead of yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm um, I actually I know how the second arc ends. I'm crafting a battle, a big battle. Think like Battle of the Bastards. Oh, nice. Hearts of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> like, OK, it's a giant battle. Um, yeah. So that's how we're going to end the end of the second arc. And then there's going to be a third arc. And again, I know how the comic, how, how the story ends. Yeah. It's going to take us a whole nother season to get there. Um, but yeah, it does have a distinct ending. So there's a direction that it's going. It's not just going to meander. You're never going to get a fluff issue from mm-hmm. me. That's um, nice. Like my first arc is 13. The second arc is looking like it's going to be 12. I'm not going to write an extra episode just so I can have 13. Right. If it's which 12, is nice. Yeah, it's 12. Yeah. A lot of like like manga, especially you get these filler episodes, uh, filler ones. And then people are always sound like you could skip three. <laughs> you, know? you don't need to do that. So I do like that. We're jumping no. right into it, you know? Um, right. No, it's the story. The story is the story. Right. When you're planning this out, is it just you or are you working with anybody else kind of bouncing ideas off with this? Oh, no, this is all from my warped brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no one else to blame. Yeah. Um, anytime you read something that's fantastically gory, that was from my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, it's funny because you could never, it's like, I have one of those faces where it's like, oh, she looks nice and she looks, you know, like normal. No. Yeah. And then you, then you see the bear. <laughs> Big James. Right. And then you start reading my comic and you're like, this is really dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of famed Big James, the bear from the first issue, yes. uh, I see that he's at least talked about in the second issue. Is he going to be coming a recurring theme or anything like that? Uh, Definitely we mascot. reference <laughs> him for a very good reason, and you'll right. have to read the comic to see why. Um, he could come back. He's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love Big James, and I like reoccurring characters, so you might have to hang out and read a couple issues, and you might see him again. Um, but no, I love big James and he's actually going to be, uh, our Funko pop for this campaign. We usually do like a new one. Right. And so that is big James is going to be the new one. I need that. That is so freaking cool. (laughs) There's only going to be one though. Oh my God. And then you got to wait for campaign number three. If you want like one of the collectible, let me, okay. So, um, in the campaign, we do a level called singularity. Yeah. So that has the new Funko and it has like all the bells and whistles, um, all the T-shirts, the keychains, one of every variant cover, plus a signed copy, a metal cover. Um, I'm doing this Dang. other warped reward called the Born- Bones of Despair, which I'm not I'm not telling it, people what exactly yeah. it is. It's warped. Um, <laughs> so that level gets everything. And the white box is the the only. Like the very first one of Big James the Bear. We did this very same thing last campaign for the Jude St. Clair pop, right? Yeah. So then the Jude St. Clair pop, there's two brown boxes that myself and Marco DeFilla have. That's the creator series. So there's only two. And then everybody else uh, who comes back for the next campaign can get one of up to 50 of an orange box. So there's still limited edition. 
Yeah. Um, we may not sell all 50. That's just as many as my um, artist friend off of Itzy. That's as many as he can make in that time period. Yeah, so that's the where the cutoff. <laughs> right. He's going to be real busy. And in fact, they're like, we're starting to prep all of our stuff. Can you send me specs so I can start looking at how much I need to purchase? But and it's like for them, though, they kind of have to watch the Kickstarter to see how of many course. get ordered because yeah. it could be two and it could be 50. I don't yeah. know. It just depends on who wants them. Right. 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 So yeah. but then for the third campaign, we're going to open yeah. up the the big James Bear for 50. So there we go. That way you kind of choose around. That mm -hmm. is pretty cool. Um, right. And then again, I'm looking at the cover right now. I ended up bringing it up that number two cover that has, you yes. know, St. Clair. Big James, somebody else back there that I haven't met yet. Yes. I'm excited to meet who yes. that guy is. No, but... that's, that's what I need you to look for in the yeah. comic, okay? Because um, that, I have not introduced that character. He, okay. I mean, if you look at the four-page preview, he is yeah. there. But there, there's a reason why. <laughs> there's a reason why he's in the background with Big James. So we're, we're trying to tell you about oh, this yeah. person. Yeah. Well, Speaking of the four page uh, preview, guys, check it out on um, path of the writer dot uh, wordpress dot com. Um, you see the black and whites and then you see one of the color pages and it really shows, I mean, how this thing stretches to the edge of the pages. Sometimes even in like the most, you know, triple A Marvel DC comics, you feel like these smaller panels. This thing feels like you're, it's almost a coloring or like a picture book or something like that. It's so big. And I love this. This poker scene is so freaking cool looking. Yeah. It looked, that turned out so good. Who are you working with on the art, art for this? Um, this is Marco DeFillo's work. Mm -hmm. uh, he He's the um, artist from the first issue. So he's he's going to be around for at least a couple more until like DC comes and knocking and steals them away from me. There you go. <laughs> um, but he's a fabulous artist. Um, and I wanted people to see what he can do in color. Yeah. So for our first issue, we, you know, we wanted to make sure we got the comic out. Yeah. And we had a stretch goal for color. We didn't get there but mm -hmm. we were close right yeah so now it's like okay this is doable you know yeah. now we got a kickstarter under our belt we have a little more experience we have a lot more fans um we're gonna hit that color goal so i oh, want yeah. people to see what the comic would look like so marco has gone back and like colored two pages from issue number one and he's colored some pages oh, cool. from issue number two so people can see what it looks like and want that because that's where we're pushing Right. Yeah. We want that issue number two in color from the jump. Yeah. Right. And then I have another color stretch goal where people can go. Uh, if we hit that one, we're going to go back and color the first issue and re-release oh, that. Cool. That's yeah. excellent. Because they look great in black and white because it is. I mean, you know, not to drop out the Z word too much, but it does very much feel like a classic zombie where black and white's just like for the parts. Perfect. But the right. color, like even this one right here with the gradient green in the background, that almost looks yes. like it's the carpet in an old West you know, saloon. Or something yes. like that. So cool. It's so cool. Or like cool. a washed out um, poker table. You know what I yeah. mean? That green poker table, but it's been around the block because it's yeah. 10 years it's into the It's got beer poured on right? it and just, yeah. <laughs> the regulars that are sitting at this, you know, have been sitting at this for a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same yeah. beer. Uh, oh, yeah. What did you think about, because you read the first issue, right, yeah. Frank? Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think about Jude's uh, seeing... Dwayne Fink for the first time. Well, yeah, I, I, I wanted to know about more about Dwayne because we've been trying to he's been looking for this character and then all of a sudden he yeah. sees him and he's just like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> this is the guy, <laughs> guy I've been looking for. <laughs> I 
I've got uncles that are like this Dwayne right here. So <laughs> I know what it's like to sit next to the meta poker table. It's not great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see more from Dwayne. Actually, he's already one of my early favorites for a character. <laughs> I love Dwayne. Dwayne's one of those characters where like he's fun to write because he just like doesn't care. He just, yeah. I was like, how is this guy alive? He just wanders through the apocalypse looking, world, for a book, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking for beer and somehow yeah. managed to stay alive. Um, but he says some crazy stuff. So it's yes. like, you know, Jude's looking for this guy because he supposedly has information. He turns out to be the town drunk and crazy. Yeah. So it's like, can you can you trust him? Is I've got the panel the up truth? right now where he's standing on the poker table shouting <laughs> amongst a game. Like you can see the panel right before that. He's like climbing up there and the, ra- the people around him, the look on their face is like, not again. There we go. <laughs> Here goes Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, this comic book is obviously so much fun, and it's just so such cool world you're building here. Um, Thank you. I, I, I'm such a big fan of it. Now, you're push, you push big over at Facebook. Can you tell us about the live event like you're planning for today? Oh, yeah. So um, I'm doing a launch party, mm-hmm. um, which basically means we're going to um, go live an hour early. I'm going to have lots of my comic book friends join me. Um, and podcasters and just anybody who feels like they want to come on and just show support. And I'm going to walk everybody through the Kickstarter page. So they'll get to see all like the rewards and I'll kind of go, go through everything and explain what they are in case there's questions, except for bones of despair. I'm just going to mm-hmm. tell you it's warped. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just, you know, just kind of show everybody. Uh, now I usually have a riddle and I have a short film, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. short film is not done, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's close. It's very close. I have to film a couple things, including a stunt. So I had to wait for the weekend oh, when shoot. my husband was available because he's going to run me over with a car. Oh, God. Um, so that'll be in the video. Make sure yeah. you guys tune in for that. Uh, by the way, the video is freaking hilarious. Um, what we did is I had a bunch of fans send me conspiracy theories about what they think broke the death process. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah. It's it's 100% crazy and entertaining. And I just kind of like, I took some of their interviews instead of just having it like blah, 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 one person talking for a minute and then the next person, I split them up. So yeah. it was like, this person's like, I bet you, you think it's the government. You all are going to say it's the government. And then the yeah. next guy's like, it's the government. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> that's perfect. And someone's like, it's cats. You know, it's like, so. yeah, it's a speed run through TikTok, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's like a seven minute TikTok, right? Oh, sometimes God. I'm asking questions and sometimes people like they sent in video. Um, people do funny things. People say all sorts of stuff. It's it's a good time. And then uh, when we get to 100 backers, I'm going to release the blooper reel. So, oh, nice. Which is going to be hilarious. And I'm sure there'll be more bloopers when my husband runs me over with the car a few times. So that'll be I'm fun. hoping not. That needs to go as planned. That, not, that doesn't need to be something like, oh, shoot, we messed <laughs> something up. <laughs> right. Be like, um, Kickstarter's canceled. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's gonna be uh, risky. Uh, what have you learned from the first comic that you've impl- uh, put into the second one? Oh, so much. So I, it's you know it's funny. Um, we did our first Kickstarter this year. It's mm-hmm. only been six months, and I feel like I have learned so much. Like I have yeah. just leaps and bounds compared to where I was then and where I am now. Um, interacting with the fans, doing so many interviews. I think I did just over 30 interviews the yeah, first you're time. You're booked up too. You, it's crazy. And I'm booked. Yeah, I got about 27 to go. 
Um, oh, God. <laughs> if they don't cancel or reschedule. So, yeah. you know, um, but I'm busy. And then I have my own show, which I do Tuesday mornings on the comic related uh, madness network. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm much more savvy when it comes to, you know, um, interviews. But one of the things that I was getting a lot of in my last round of interviews was, you know, when I would talk about the world and how you have to make decisions, like um, how the living interact with the undead and how right. precarious like setting up rules be. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But just like, do you support them? Do you mm. not support them? You know, there's a, the government gets involved where they start separating um, the undead from the living and they have this like anonymous phone number you can call. And so if you think oh, yeah. like your neighbor's undead and they're hiding, they'll go pick them up. Right. Yeah. So there's all these like ethical questions. Like, what would you do? Like, what would you do if it was you and your child was undead? Or what if it was the other way around? What if your child's alive and you're undead and they come to get you? You know what I mean? So right. There's just a lot of like real sticky situations that people can get into. Um, so people are like, this would make a really good choose your own adventure. Oh, yes, it would. Yes, it would. I wrote one. Oh, yes. That's awesome. So as part of this campaign, there is a 60 page manga style. 60 page? Holy cow. 60 page manga style choose your own adventure. Um, It has art inside from David Rodriguez, who's one of our variant artists. And the cover is a spread cover by Marco DeFillo. It's also not its own campaign. That's so big. It could be, but it's not. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) But I'm, I'm, you know, I put a limit on those. Uh, for a reason, because I was printing with Comics Wellspring. Mm-hmm. I've been picked up by a publisher named... Uh, I want to talk about that next, yeah. Yeah, I'm picked up with Charter Comics, mm-hmm. and they're actually from Texas where I'm at. And uh, they they can help me print, and they have no limits. So I'm thinking about actually updating the Kickstarter and taking that limit down, because people can order how many they want. I think that's actually going to be the hot item on this Kickstarter besides I like how, yeah. my comic. <laughs> when you're saying that, I, you could tell you like looked over the time, like, do I have enough time to do that? Because <laughs> that's going to be a big change. I know. I have time to do that. It's just basically you go and you edit and you take off the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one yeah, okay, button. Yeah. And it's That's going to be big. That's huge. But, <laughs> and I have it as an add-on as well. So like mm-hmm. I, I just added a level with a metal cover because Charter will let me print on a metal cover. So, you know what I mean? Things that I wasn't able to do before. Because now I'm more established, I'm able to offer a little more yeah. what, what people want and what they're interested in. Like the um, the Funko Pops, they they mm-hmm. everybody wants one, so I made it available. Now, can everybody afford one? I don't know. That right, right. that one's kind of high just because it's a custom item. Yeah. It costs 100 bucks just to make them. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, that's just how it is, though. When you make them by hand, you're getting that and unique craftsmanship. That's why it's worth it. But it's like, dang. That's it, why that's what it is. It, it's yeah. not mass produced. It's not coming from China. It's exactly. It's a guy in North Carolina. It's him and his Who's wife. Kicking butt. Yeah. Kicking butt and taking names. And they were so cool. And they're part of our fandom. Like yeah. they're in the Facebook group and they're following the Kickstarter. He has one of my comics. You know what I mean? So it's like these are yeah. the people that I want to work with or the people that want to come along for the journey. So if you would like one, they're there. Yeah. Um, again, they're a limited item, but really I think that choose your own adventure book is going to be the hot, that is the hot freaking item. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to say as somebody who's in the fandom as well, that's it on the Facebook page. Like I don't go on Facebook much. I go on there. I see whose birthday's coming up and I see what's going on with path of the pale rider. <laughs> like that's the only two <laughs> notifications I have. 
And that's fine by me. I just check real quick, like, okay, okay, new Kickstarter starting soon. Gotcha. Next thing. <laughs> you know? And so it's great, guys. Make sure you go follow them on Facebook. It's totally worth it. Um, now, yeah, Charter Comics, new publisher. That's freaking cool. What does that yeah. unlock for you? Other than what you've already been talking about, do you work with them? Do you kind of collaborate? Or how? how what's the benefit to that? Well, uh, the cool thing is, well, one, they're super, they're super chill guys, and yeah. they're local. They have, uh, they have their own comic book store. So my comic will be That's on me. their shelves and they promote it on their Tuesday night live stream. So anytime mm -hmm. I have comics and they can put them up for sale on their live stream and they'll ship them to people anywhere in the country. Um, they're taking me to cons. We're going to Cowtown, um, October 22nd and 23rd. I'll be nice. sitting in the charter comics block. Yeah. They help me print, like I said, so I'll be able to print, you know, I don't have limits on the quantities anymore. Um, and like they unlock things like metal, metal covers and things that, you know, maybe weren't available to me in the past. Um, so you guys, you'll be able to meet me more often. You'll be able to, you know, see my stuff on the shelves. They're going to help me grow. Um, they're also giving me other writing opportunities. Like yeah. then one of the CEOs is like, Hey, you want to write this? Hey, you want to write this? And I'm like, yeah, um, yeah. why would I not want to write that? It's a, um, a series about a serial killer called psycho Sal. And it's nine issues. And the first three issues are written by uh, Chris Hayes. And he's writing it from like the point of view of the police. Oh, so the, nice. the detectives that are, re you know, trying to figure out the clues that are being left by this psychopath, yeah. right? Issues four, five, and six, I will be writing. And they're from the point of view of the victim. Okay. I thought for sure, like, well, you know, we see what she wrote before. Let's make her the right, the right of the murderer or something like that. Let's well, get the twisted eight, mind. Nine at work. Are from the, from the point of view of the murderer. Yeah. Oh man, that's twisted. So you'll get to see the different, you know, perspectives of what, what happened, which will be a lot of fun. So I'm writing that. Um, they're doing a series called the nut brigade, excuse me, the nut brigade. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is a series, uh, a squad of hitman squirrels who are like, <laughs> responsible for the assassination of JFK and yeah. like so every episode is like you're following a different squirrel assassin so I'm gonna be writing some of those that's crazy um, enough for me to just like buy them all <laughs> I know they're just like they're so crazy it's just so off the wall yeah um Chris also writes this series called 2032 which is like it's similar to um Path of the Pill Rider it's yeah. in the apocalypse it's it's a western there's no zombies though it's more like COVID knocked out everybody and it's either yeah, you surviving. were vaccinated and you weren't, it's political. Yeah. Um, so I'll, there's opportunities for me to write that. Yeah. Um, are you familiar? Do you know who Austin St. John is? He's the no, original red power ranger. Oh yeah. Actually, I, yeah. Oh my God, I feel bad. I actually have met him yeah, at a convention have up here you? in Northern okay. California. He's yeah. from Texas and yeah. he, um, he is publishing with charter as well. So he has a series called red redemption. Um, so Chris was like, hey, yeah, there might be opportunity for write something for, you know, Austin St. John. So there's just a lot of opportunities coming up for me to like expand my portfolio, which is yeah. great. You'll get to see more of the twisted That's mind of Lori. So awesome. Um, you know, and when I get to a stopping point, maybe on Path of the Pale Rider or I get big enough, yeah. I'll start putting out some of the other stories I've written. I've written this series called The Agency. There's 12 issues of that that are done. Um, I have some one shots um, that are like real real heavy on martial arts because that's who I am. Right. Um, yeah. so it's like martial arts and chess and it's like the mob <laughs> versus the FBI. And it's all in this one shot with a lot of fighting. It's really cool. Um, and then I have this other series. I just, I've been developing it for a long time, but I, I've, all I've done is written the prologue. 
Hmm. And it's so warped, I had to put it down. <laughs> wow, for you, like, that's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, that's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I would like to do more with that. And that's more of like a supernatural, um, think of like the world of John Constantine, something like okay. that. Yeah. Angels and devils yeah, crossing over to heaven yeah. and hell and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So with the new publisher and the team that you're really, you're building around yourself, you were talking about, you know, DC's like, no, you're, you're a team. You got to come together. Know. You know? <laughs> um, so really, I mean, there's just so many endless, endless possibilities here. Uh, that's really cool. And then if you, are you guys going to any like Northern California conventions, just kind of putting that out there? Maybe I can go see what's going on. All right. I was trying to, my headphone is not working on this side. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I don't have any plans just yet, but Charter does do like they went to Las Vegas. Cool. They went to Austin there. They go all over the place. So um, if there's some if they're going someplace and I have that time available, I will also be going places. So, yeah, okay. I would like to travel more and meet more people because I know like there's a community in California. I have a, yeah. I have fans in New York. I have fans in Florida. Um, I have some in Atlanta, so it's like, I want to get to all these places so I can meet everybody in person and be like, Hey, yeah. you know, let me, let me, you know, instead of just signing my name, it'd be like to Frank with love, you know, yeah, Lori yeah. Calcaterra. So, you know, cool stuff like that. I'm looking forward awesome. to that, you know? Well guys, obviously this is just an awesome person to be hanging out with. So go follow on <laughs> Facebook. I can't say enough how cool the Facebook group is. And, um, path of the pale rider is a blast. Uh, the episode's coming out post live stream, but if you guys follow us on TikTok, I'm gonna make sure that you see that clip first and you can uh, follow along. Thank you very much for joining me today, Lori. Oh, absolutely! I always have a blast, Frank. You're such you're good people. I feel like I, I feel that. like we're the same. You know what I mean? We're the same kind of geek. So yeah. I feel right at home. The hustling geeks. <laughs> I know, to do. That's what we are, right? <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you guys next week for another interview. Bye. <laughs>